What's up, guys? I really got to find a different intro other than that. But I don't know what else I would say. Like, I don't know. How are you? But you can't answer back. What else would you say? Good day, sir. Okay. I hate myself. Greetings, um, listeners. <laughs> greeting. Ooh, I like that. But that yeah. kind of sounds like I'm talking to aliens. Right. Greetings, <laughs> listeners from another planet. Um, I have one of my favorite people today on my podcast. I'm super, super, super excited about this. He is like my... I feel like you're like my comedy like soulmate. Yeah. You know? You're I like the so. you're like the Lindsay to my Stevie. The like uh, Harry to my Lloyd. Yeah. The vodka to my soda. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I agree with all those. <laughs> Harry and Lloyd were from Dumb and Dumber. If you guys the dryer know that. sheet to your laundry. Yeah, ooh, any, see anything applies. Yeah. Well, that's what's great about that. Yeah. That's a bit. Um, this this guy uh, I've been doing comedy with for a while. He's one of the funniest guys I know. He also is responsible for getting me on the USO tour. I talk about a lot on here. That's how comedy works, sort of. Or friends, you know, it's not like the government's like, hey, let me just, uh, let me watch a couple videos on YouTube and pick out the comics. It's kind of like a networking thing. Yeah, Joe Biden books it. Yeah. (laughs) Joe's like, I like that Rachel girl. She's got gumption. (laughs) No, so it's... Mostly where, like, other comics hook each other up. Anyways, he also has, like, uh, I actually would say that you're, I don't want to, I don't want to blow his joke, but his Shaquille O'Neal joke is probably one of my funniest jokes, my, like, favorite jokes of all time. Like, there's not a joke that I've ever heard another comic tell that I get, like, giddy for. Like, I get giddy for when you're going to say it. Thank you. So he's a funny dude. Uh, Mark Saratella, what's up? Hello. Thanks. Thanks for having me. This is a lot. What number of podcasts is this for you? I'm not good at math. I'm going to say a baker's dozen. I, I have oh, no nice. idea. No, I, have I was no hoping idea. to be in the top 10. Yeah, no, I actually think it is under 10. Okay, great. I just don't know. Perfect. Because I did a couple like little ones by myself. Like I did like a little intro one and there was one day where I was sick. So I did like a little shitty something or other. A mini podcast. Yeah. It's also Mark's birthday. Ooh, happy birthday. Thank you. And happy belated birthday to you. It was my birthday on Saturday. Yeah. And you went to, you were surprised with a trip, and you went to Joshua Tree? Well, yeah. So my boyfriend, John, surprised me with a birthday trip. And he did not tell me where I was going. Uh, Up until the the moment we arrived, I actually thought at one moment he was taking me to rehab. Because (laughs) it was, like, so in the middle of nowhere, and it was really dark, and it was... Legit, like the tr- the the driveway up to the house was like at least a mile long, and I was like, "Is this the, the moment that someone's like, is this my yeah. intervention?" Get in there, see you in 21 days. Yeah, seriously. No, it was so it was near Joshua Tree. It was kind of just like in these mountains, like above Joshua Tree, above Yucca Valley, like near Palm Springs. But we we he rented this house on Airbnb, and it was the only house for like like miles. We we basically had our own mountain. It was the coolest thing. It was just you two. Yeah. It was oh. so cool. Yeah, that's also can turn into The Shining real no, quick. Well, well it, he could, but it didn't. It, yeah, also, you were only there for like a day, right? A day, yeah. Like we, well, I got there so late on Friday, well, I guess yeah. Saturday, because it was like 1 a.m., and then we stayed all day Saturday. Cool. But when we first got there, he handed me 100 bucks in cash, and he was like, this is so you can gamble tomorrow at the casino. Oh, nice. Because he knows I like that. Yeah. And then went to bed, and then we, yeah, we had a full day. He took me to a buffet at the casino, because he Perfect. knows Mama likes to eat. What uh, what casino? Uh, we went there? to we were supposed to go to Morongo, but we went to the Spa Resort Casino downtown Palm Springs. Oh, okay. This was all like he was. Listen, I'm I'm a trash bag. It's not like he was like telling me like we're gonna go to buffets and go to a casino. Oh, like yeah, yeah, he he would have planned something nicer. No, I but, know you well enough that that yeah. <laughs> you need something kind of <laughs> seedy. Yeah, exactly. I need to be around my people. 
Maybe that's why I yeah, like that's you. That's what's funny about the military tour because we would just be like, "Where is Rachel?" And you, <laughs> every military base, you wouldn't know this, has a very tiny, small slot machine room, like yeah, always connected to like a back kitchen where like the most degenerate military gambler people go, and then you. <laughs> me, just like guys, I'll be right back. Yeah, how did you even? Johnny Cardinelli was just judging me. Yeah, with his stare, his God, brow. That was who we went on tour with. His judgy brow. <laughs> he has he has a very judgy brow, like his forehead lets you know what he's thinking. You're right. Yeah. Yeah. Like darts flying out of it at your face. He could Botox that shit out, so it wouldn't. Uh, did you so win? Much. Did you win it? Uh, I well, no, I well, I didn't really like lose. Incredibly, I just this lost the, the hundred. I love when gamblers say this. Well, I didn't lose a lot, so that's a win. No, 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 no. <laughs> well, I just lost the hundred, and then I stopped. Okay. And then we went to. Um, so then I really wanted to go to like an old Rat Pack restaurant in Palm Springs. There's a place called Melvin's where like Frank Sinatra and all those guys used to hang out, and it's still very popular. Like Cher loves that place. Yeah. I like anything that old people like. Just. And so he made reservations there, and it was actually like so fun because. Palm Springs in the summer is like dead because it's so hot. Right. And but it was packed and like all these like old people were dancing and granted the food tasted like it hasn't changed from the sixties. It was like my steak was like kind of yeah. rubbery and so, but I didn't care because it was just cool. Yep. No, um, I get that vibe. There's a diner in North Hollywood I go to that's like that. What's it called? Uh, the North Hollywood Diner. Oh. Well, yeah. All right. Yeah. <laughs> Says it all in the name. Yep. Pretty much. So Mark and I met through doing... Com- what, where did we meet? I mean, obviously it's comedy, but like, what was the, when did we meet first? I don't know, because it was probably when we were both drinking. So that right. memory could be somewhere. I don't know where... It could be somewhere tucked away. Where would we have met? I don't even think I even really knew you before the military tour, because I think I got you on it. You got me on it, but we had met before that. Yeah, but we had not really hung out. Why'd you take a chance on a kid like me? Because <laughs> the girls kept getting rejected by... Because the Pentagon actually does book you. Oh, so, well, they, oh, they yeah. book you, but they don't find you. No. Well, explain nope. how it works. Explain well, how it works, you, everyone. You send in names. If you've been on a few, then the, the people that book it will ask you. We were particularly looking for girls who have a, I hate using this word in comedy, a clean act, meaning mm-hmm. not too edgy, not too much sex, not too many swear words. Yeah. We just need to come up with a new word for clean. Because then the, the opposite is dirty, like, oh, clean comedian, dirty comedian. Yeah. They don't want to really be labeled either one. Well, people say blue, but what's the opposite of blue? Like, yeah, blue is a better term. Yeah, but what's the opposite of that? Not Mainstream, blue? TV friendly. Yeah, but not everyone understands what that means. Yeah. But it's better than clean and dirty. Clean and dirty is so biblical. Like, yeah, that's true. You dirty fuck. Yeah. If you're not clean, yeah. then you're going to hell. Yeah, it's very Game of Thrones. Like, yeah, that's shame. true. Shame. You swore. <laughs> so, you yeah, like so how does it work now? Maybe I don't know. You were like the fourth girl that we submitted, and then you got accepted. Yeah. And I want to say maybe I saw you at the Ha Ha Cafe. And you were like, she's an angel. Yeah, basically. <laughs> that's what I thought. And uh, then you had that extra A in your first name. And I go, she's perfect. <laughs> she's complex. Uh, that's not that weird of a way to spell Rachel. Yeah, and no, I saw someone else with it the other day, and I was kind of shocked. Yeah, there's uh, a famous person named Rachel Lee Cook. I don't know who that is. What? I don't know who that is. You didn't see that, was that movie, She's All That, with Freddie Prinze Jr.? No. Oh, well, no, I all right. Not. You missed that one. Okay. So then we went to Europe. Where did we go? Have you talked? Where? Where? We went to. Um, did you tell the Nick Novicki stories? No. This is. I was actually hoping to tell these. Okay. Explain who Nick Novicki is. It's, he's just an adorable bundle of joy. Nick Novicki's a little person. Yes. Uh, and if you've seen The Sopranos, which I just re. And that is the term we use. Little yeah. person is the correct term to use. That's the PC clean term, mm-hmm. little person, and um, so if. I just rewatched the final season of The Sopranos this week, actually, and he is the little guy 
who goes up to AJ in the club when really? AJ's paying the tab. He goes, Mr. Soprano, I hope you had a great evening. And then AJ tips him 200 bucks. Oh, shit. No, I, yeah. I haven't watched all of The Sopranos. Yeah. I got to watch that. And then the next episode, AJ walks in the same club, and Nick goes back to him like, welcome back, Mr. Soprano. We got your table waiting for you. That's awesome. Yeah, and then he's also in Boardwalk Empire as the boxing little person. Yeah. Who fights before the champ fights on the boardwalk in, in Atlantic City. That's so They're cool. They're like the little match before the main match. He's got a lot of big credits. Yeah, he does. He's a good actor. So He's hilarious also, yeah. like especially with a couple drinks in him. He's like, I know. He acts like, like, uh, like, a, like a Don or something. Like, like, like a... Like, yeah. Like, like, yeah um, yeah. Well, he's just like, wild. He's spunky. He'll, yeah. he'll fight you. And adventurous. Yeah. We were like, we're exhausted and hungover. He was like, yeah. let's go sightsee. Well, that's a lot of sugar running through a tiny body. Good point. You know, two Jack and Cokes is, you know, half his body weight. But I feel like he could handle a lot. We have a bigger head than we have, so probably the brain, like the, it's probably. Do you we think? We can probably handle. I know, got a pretty big head. You two don't, Two thirds what we can. No. Really? Do you and think that's so, why I can drink so much? Hmm. Yeah, yeah, probably. It'd just be tolerance. Uh, then, uh, right. so we're in Paris, and Nick, Nick needs a bike. He he, uh, he bikes around, Yeah, obviously. It hurts him to there. walk a lot. And so he can't walk too much because it hurts his legs, so he's biking around. And so when you're going up and down the tall subway stairs, you have to take his bike for him. Yeah. And you have to take it onto the subway for him. Like, he has to, like, where he has to walk, he has to walk, and you have to take his bike. So we're going, where are we going? We're going from the Notre Dame, no, we're going from lunch to the Eiffel Tower. Yeah, I think rush so. rush hour on the subway. So yeah. every subway door that opens is uh, total, uh, just the whole car is full. Yeah. So I have his bike. I'm next to Jill Kimmel. Uh, Who's been on the podcast already. Oh, nice. Perfect. Yeah. And so then you three, you, Johnny, Nick, get in one car. And that car was kind of empty, kind not empty, but it had room. The oh, t- shit. I don't know. Th- yeah. yeah this is, I'm like, what is this story? No, and the doors open up in front of Jill and I. <laughs> and uh, she, no, she has the bike. The doors open. There is not one space. One square inch of room for her or I, nevertheless, this bike. But you three have already gotten on the subway, yeah. and we can't get separated. It's natural selection. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but we can't get separated because none of our cell phones are working in Paris. Yeah. If you remember, like, so if we got separated, we're oh, separated. Oh, totally, yeah. And uh, so we ha- Jill and I oh, yeah. look forward. That too. She picks up the bike and just slams it into this old lady, but the bike front tire rolled up her knee, up her thigh, Upper body, up her boob, <laughs> which I saw move. The tire hit her face. <laughs> she yells out, pardon, falls backwards, but there's nowhere to go. So she just falls into everybody, and then her and I force our way into the car. But when we force our way in, the entire car, everybody, literally like 30 French people, all fell backwards into <laughs> each other, but also holding each other up. <laughs> so when they fell backwards, they all sprung forward, and now... Everyone is nose to nose, one centimeter from each other's faces, but also with a bike wedged between all of us. <laughs> <laughs> He's so funny. And so everyone's pissed. The old lady is horrified. But Jill and I can't stop laughing. But we're trying to con- contain her laughing, so we're just looking down. And, you know, <laughs> like, tears are coming down my eyes. We're laughing. We can't look up. I'm trying to contain myself. But then it's almost like a spit take where I just went, <laughs> and I fucking 
like didn't spit all over the old lady's face, but like hot air, <laughs> puff of air, <laughs> laughter in her face. And then everyone was like, ah! But luckily, we were only going one stop, and we got to get off. Oh, my God. And we just got out of there, and we were still laughing. And we laughed about that for the rest of the trip. Oh, my God. And then Nick would proceed to... Nick thought... Nick thought it was a good idea to buy himself a fedora when he was in Paris. So picture <laughs> little Nick on a bike wearing a fedora and a scarf wrapped around his neck because yeah. it was like winter fallish. Yeah. And then he was really obsessed with getting a cigar. So he's yeah. riding around on this little bike with a fedora yeah. and a scarf, smoking a cigar. And you can see, actually, we have a photo of that on our Facebook page. Oh, it's awesome. It's yeah, when I Facebook post this page. podcast, I'm going to post um, oh, perfect. stuff of, yeah, yeah from that. Our Facebook sits on on too in case we forget what's yeah. going to happen. It's uh, so funny. He also got us into. Um, oh, that's right. Jesus. So we're not going to put him on blast, but um, put him on blast. Who cares? But he uh, he he's good at PR. He's good oh. at he's good at he's good at pulling shit. He's good at getting us into places, getting himself into places. He has a fake PR account. Who yeah, cares? basically. No one yeah, care. so really, he does. He has his own PR header and account and like <laughs> little business. Yeah, but it's just him. He's running a little side biz. And um, we really wanted to go to Moulin Rouge, but we didn't want to do Moulin Rouge like commoner style. We wanted to do Moulin Rouge like the right way. Yeah, performers. Yeah, and and we were listen. We were touring Europe like entertaining the troops. Not yeah. that Paris cares, but you know. But we also did whatever. a private, sh- not a private show, a public show, and pa- we did a show in Paris. Yeah, that was not the troops. Yeah. So whatever we were, you know, we were doing a, we were doing a service. We thought we should get like some good seats. Yeah. And so Nick calls. We several times, by the way, because I was the only one that bought the fucking data plan on my phone. These assholes had to wait for Wi-Fi, so Nick would just be like, Rachel, can I use your phone now? And he yeah. was calling, like, the Moulin Rouge over and over again. And we couldn't figure out the contact number until we finally, or t- contact person until he finally got a hold of the front desk, and they were like, you need to talk to Melanie Moyar. <laughs> <laughs> and that was the PR person for uh, yeah. the Moulin Rouge. And so Nick calls them, and he's wheeling and dealing, and he's able to get us, like, some like we had pretty yeah and they were great seats they were great seats and so we show up to the place and we're still like standing in line like peasants we were like this is not right and nick was like i will talk to melanie moya yeah (laughs) like drops his way through the crowd moulin rouge which a lot i have never even been there i haven't been there before i didn't know it was real quite frankly it's a huge red carpet It is a humongous line it is a beautiful 800 seat Theater. It's like a gigantic Vegas show, but it's, in Paris. Yeah, and it's so beautiful. Like everything's red. There's candles on every table. It's it a classy really nice. environment. Everyone's at least sixty years and up. Oh, for sure. Yep. And everyone has the same boobs. Okay, oh, so that's Mo- in the show. <laughs> yeah, that's in the show. But by the way, Moulin Rouge is like like tastefully like topless ish, and I've never seen like sixty girls with the exact same boobs. It was incredible. It was. I've ne- yeah. It I've never trippy. seen it. Yeah. Perky B cup. It White just, boobs just, with the same exact nipple. I've never seen anything like it. I've, no. I was like, well, I'd have been fucking That's sent like away just, just from that alone. No. Um, so, yeah. So <laughs> For the agency, that'd be great, too. They go, can she sing? Can she dance? Who cares? Does she have these boobs? Send a photo of her boobs. <laughs> She's in. <laughs> but they could also kind of dance, too. Not really. I mean, it was kind of an average show. They would just sort of like casually like moved around like robots. But bizarre. It was bizarre. Yeah, and hours long. And then there was a guy that flew on a trapeze swing that looked exactly like you. Remember? That was wild. And I've never seen anyone that looked like me. And that guy. <laughs> Who was he so exactly throughout like the you? whole night, it's singing troops, dancing troops, people on roller skates, people with snakes on them. All of a sudden, yes. someone's underwater. Then it's like a magician. Then it's like, yeah. it's constantly changing, bizarre act. 
that everything feels like a finale. You constantly <laughs> think that you're leaving. I forgot about that. You were just like, this is the one. Nope. All right. Nope. We're still here. Because all of it's ex- upbeat and exciting. But it was, but, but they like, they drew it out too long that you got sick of the exciting oh, stuff. I was like, is this it? Nope. This no. isn't it. It was. But and no, Vicky's yeah. getting drunk. Jill's getting drunk. And our problem was we showed up wasty pants. Like we were out the whole fucking day. We out that was like day. one of the days I actually wasn't drunk for some reason. <laughs> oh, you weren't? Yeah. No. Oh, because I had dinner with my uncle before. Oh, that's right. So that was like a yeah. casual uncle okay, dinner. So we sh- oh, that's right. You were gone a lot of the day. Yeah, we yeah. showed up like already buzzed for the yeah. first time on the tour, actually. Maybe just like Ameri- just trashy Americans. Yeah. Like, we're here. Yeah, and also we were probably the youngest people there, in honesty. Yeah, and it we was a very classy situation. Just being loud, but <laughs> supportive, not obnoxious, honestly. Yeah. Just like clapping. You and I gave him a standing ovation at one point. <laughs> yeah, I forgot about that. We the only people no one else was doing that. No. We were proud of them. Really we know was. as comics how much a standing ovation means. Yeah, totally. And we were dancing and just having fun. Like, and the crowd around us liked us, but we were getting shushed a little bit by the oh, people. I think the a lot. The people, no, and the people in front of us, too. Like, the older oh. couples that were like, this is our night out, guys. Yeah, totally. But I think that it was not to the point where they wanted us to leave. Like, they knew that we were having fun. and Maybe. I don't know. They probably wanted us yeah. to leave. Also, when you sit down at the Moulin Rouge, which was really cool, they bring you your drinks for the night. They go, oh, how many drinks do you want? We're getting them now because we're not coming back. And they, we had, so we had and like, we ordered the proper two. In yeah. our heads, we wanted to be like seven a piece. Yeah. But we I were like, we'll one just have two. After that. Yeah. But it's pretty cool because it's just like, yeah. How it should be done. That is nice, actually. Yeah, here's your drink. Because then the show's not being disturbed and stuff. No. In comedy clubs, the waitress is like constantly like going up to the yeah. table and stuff. It would be nice if they just got it away. Yeah, definitely. I don't know. Or at least get two on the table, because it's very rare that someone wants three if they're not with us. Yeah, I was like, yeah. really? That's rare? Yeah. So then Nick was like, look it. We can't get Melanie Moyer in trouble. We have to be calm for her sake. I don't even know this woman, but and she can't really track me down, but we should be, you know. Polite. Polite. Yeah. And so he shushed, Nick shushed us, uh, you and I, a couple times. He was like, this is for Melanie. Yeah. And we're like, okay, okay, sorry, 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 sorry. sorry. So then the show is like four hours long. I look over after like three hours. I see Nick, little tiny Nick, standing on his seat with a glass of champagne. And he just screams out loud for no reason, to Melanie Moyer, (laughs) and screamed her name. And that's when we stood up and go, let's leave. We're leaving. <laughs> yeah. We're embarrassing ourselves yeah. now. So we drag ourselves out of there. The night gets actually way better. Now I'm remembering the yeah. rest of it. Yeah, I haven't thought of this in a while. So we drag ourselves out of there. We get in a taxi cab. Rachel, take it from there. <laughs> we get in our, like, our van taxi. And we go back to our Airbnb, which, by the way, when we booked it, it said this is a family neighborhood, so be quiet. Um, it was actually the only neighborhood that had legal prostitution. Like yeah. every single, like we were up above, uh, you know, all like the storefronts in like a high rise ish thing, but like a French quarter looking one. Yeah. And literally everything underneath of us was uh, whorehouses. Yeah. Which is, you know, whoever disguises peep shows, like whorehouses, yeah. peep shows, pharmacies, and one cafe. Yeah. Which we also revisit later in the tour, but I'll we'll, we'll say yeah. that later. Sesame Street, if everyone was strung out. Yeah. <laughs> So we go back to, we, we, we head back to our room, and uh, Nick's on his bike, as he should be, and no, no, there's... No, no, Nick's not on his bike. We're walking. We get dropped oh, you're off. Ho- oh, yeah, you're, you're, car- you're, you're wheeling the yeah. bike. And there's some sort of, like, which is so, it's, which is so weird. I never, I just thought about this now, that all those Paris attacks happen right afterwards. Yeah, 10 days later. There was, like, it was almost like there was a bomb threat, like, around where we were staying. It was, like, yeah. the street was quiet, and there were, like, 
15 police officers and like lots of cars. With machine and, guns. Yeah, with machine guns. It was like a whole thing. And we were Heavily like. Po- like poised, ready to go, machine I, gun. That's crazy troops. that I'm just thinking about that now that we. Oh, yeah, I thought of that. A week. Uh, I didn't think about yeah. that. So, <laughs> so say what Nick did. So we're going, like, we look, they see us, we see them, but we're coming around a corner, so we kind of saw them last second. Yeah. Because in Paris, the streets are real windy, and, like, there's an alley, there's a street. Yeah. And they'll pop up on someone last second. So the, the police officers made eye contact with us, and they could see that we needed to go through the gate to get into our Airbnb. So they, they go, what do you guys need? We, we give them, like, the signal, like, we need to get in there. And we were all genuinely scared. Like, I was kind of like, we shouldn't oh, just yeah. be, like, charging the cops in this. No, like, no, what if we, they I really are, like, trying to protect us? What if there is a bomb in there? I would have totally turned around and left if they wanted yeah. to. But they go, come through. Yeah. Again, AK-47, machine gun style. So I'm going last. Everyone goes through. Johnny, Jill, Rachel. Then it's Nick. Nick, I'm behind Nick, and I have my hand on Nick because Nick is drunk. This cop is, has his foot wedged in the door, his machine gun in the air, Jesus. and Nick grabs his arm and just goes, beer. <laughs> wondering where he could find beer, I look at the police officer, horrified, wondering if he's going to arrest Nick or hit me in the face with the, his machine gun butt. He looks at me, I look at him, and we both just start laughing. And I go, Nick, get in the house right now. <laughs> and so now, whenever I see Nick, we just scream out, beer. Beer. Oh, my God. He's yeah. so funny. Yeah, it was just a uh, the worst possible time to hit someone up for a beer, but it broke the tension for this police officer. I wonder what they were. D- they must have known. Yeah. Damn, I haven't thought about that. Yeah. That wasn't our first run-in with um, being near like brothels. We went to um, what wasn't what's it's not Idelweiss, Idelweiss, Germany. Is that what it was yes. called? Yes. So this was the only like. So for the most part, the bases were. Some were nice. Some were like some were like being in like middle America. Like you're you're in a foreign country, but you drive onto this base and it's like there's a Walmart practically, and like you're staying in like oh, a yeah. Holiday Inn looking thing. That's what the base looks like. Not Kosovo. Kosovo was like we were in the barracks. It was yeah. with outdoor bathrooms and they're all over the spectrum. Yeah, but um, Idelweiss. Are you sure it's Idelweiss? I think it is. Right. It was. Yeah, that was the, uh, at the foot of the German Alps, and that was the only one that felt like a like a spa vacation. Like it was really nice. That was one of the nicest places I've ever been. It was a it was a small valley, a big grass green field so in pretty. between the Alps, and they circled you all around. So pretty, but, and the and yeah. the, the hotel was nice. It was like this big lodge with like a yeah. spa, and like we got to go in the hot tub outside, and it started like oh that was so like great. rain snowing or whatever. Oh that was great. And um, it's where they send troops. U.S. troops who need to get away from intense action to get their head straight again. It's called a resting base, right? It's a per, yeah, it's a per, it's, they send them there also on vacation, but also for PTSD. Oh. To like, go over there and, and be, get your head straight for a while. Wow, that's so nice. I didn't actually yeah. know it was for that. I thought it was, When yeah. they said resting base, I just assumed and it I was. Be, I know that that is true, but I could be totally wrong about this. I actually believe that the Nazis use it for the same exact thing. Really? I think so, that it was their... <laughs> like the same we, place that we went we, to was we there for the Nazi Nazis? Bases. We took their bases, a, uh-huh. a lot of them, because, you know, they're a horrible group of people, but yeah. they were good at making a base, and then we just took those. Like, okay, it's set up, we're taking this. Really? Yeah. The, a few of the bases we went to were like that. Yeah. I, do you think Idelweiss was? Idelweiss was, and so was the one before that was a, a Nazi Spengal? base. I can't remember I all yeah, of them. Yeah, that one, where the young kids were at. Remember there's one that particularly had, like, they were all 18-year-old kids from Louisiana and Alabama. Yeah, well, African not the one American. where that, 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 like, handsome, like, um, army guy came out with us, and it was, like, oh, he wasn't God. supposed to. Oh, no, wasn't that, where, was that Germany? That was Germany. The guy Germany. who dropped Nick, the guy who picked up Nick. 
and dropped, and dropped him. him. Yeah. Nick was hospitalized, basically. Oh, God. Yeah. Because um, Nick is, a lot of people want to pick up a midget and throw him. Yeah. But the problem. Little person. With, oh, sorry, little person. The problem with little people is a lot of times they have other. Um, health issues. Health issues and, yeah. and defects, for lack of a better word. And this guy picked him up and dropped him thinking it would be funny. And he really hurt Nick. And Nick was in bed for like two weeks. God, that's so sad. Yeah. That, but that guy was messed up. Yeah. What that was it? weird. We went to this. We went to this. It wasn't weird because it's, it's sad. Uh, we went to this base and this, like, I, I mean, he was, like, really handsome and, like. He like, was sad. Like, he cried the entire time. Yeah. He, uh, we, we were, he was, like, he, he was so cool and nice and, and whatever. And he wanted to come out with us afterwards. Yeah. But we realized, like, right afterwards that he had, like, a sponsor or, like, a counselor with him. Remember? And she was, like, should you really be going off base and drinking? And then we were, like, oh, shit. Yeah, and he's going to come with us, and we now we're, like, scared that, yeah. yeah. And, of course, we want to show him a good time. Like, he's done everything for our country. It's Well, we're also like, what could go wrong? Yeah. Send him. Yeah. And so we, and we're going to, what are we going to tell him? No? Like, yeah, it's fun. But it was also, like, a lot of pressure once we heard that. We were like, oh, Jesus. Yeah. And so we took him out, and he didn't get, like, rowdy. He just got, he was just really sad, which, which is terrible. He was so annoying. I'm, that guy was really? annoying. Really? Oh, yes. I felt bad for him. Yeah. Well, you're a girl. Whatever. This, this is how he's annoying. Any man who drinks a bunch and then starts crying and then won't stop, talk, won't stop talking about his problems. And then with you, he kept being like, I'm in love with her. Yeah, and I was like, all right, you met me 20 minutes ago, he buddy. He cried that you had a boyfriend and he, he didn't know your name. Good point. Yeah, and I'm like, dude. Get Listen, me. Mark, this yeah. happens yeah. weekly. You yeah, know, exactly. it's not the first time. No, it's also like, <laughs> it's, I, I, I don't care how many tours you've been on, pull it together. Yeah, seriously. Like, go home and do this, please. <laughs> so Germany, so going back on brothels, Germany was also, um, so Idolweiss, Germany. We pull up to the base and we ask the uh, security guards who were very German. A lot of times they're American guys at the, at the you know, you pull up to a base and there's, you know, guys with like, machine guns, like, you know, they have to, like, check you in. Especially in Kosovo, they make you go behind a blast wall. That was kind of weird. We had to get oh, out yeah. of the, like, you know, it's a very intense. And they were, like, they were also very intense. But one of them, we were like, what is there to do around here? And he was like, oh, there's, I don't remember the name of the place. He was like, it's something, something, the dance club. And we were like, all right, yeah. cool. So after our show, maybe we'll go to the something, something dance yeah. club. And so we do our show. And we're like, all right, let's head over to this place the guy recommended. And uh, we go over to it. It's uh, it's over a bridge, like through some woods. Like yeah. it, it seemed very shady going up to it, and very it did Hansel not. And Gretel. Yeah, it did not look like a welcoming dance club. No. And then we realized it was the other kind of dance club. Well, you knocked on the door, and then like uh, like a, a peephole slid to the right. Yeah. But it also wasn't just like a weird ass brothel. It was basically a strip club. Where the hookers would dance for you, and then none of us had to sleep with them, and didn't. Yeah, honesty, well, and we, and we, we were just fun. Like, yeah, it was fun, but it was scary. Oh, really? Yeah. Well, I, no, yeah. because remember, like the, the like her. the owner with like he brought a pit bull around or something like, when yeah, you guys. That yeah, that was like, the most calm. That was the biggest pit bull I've ever. No, seen. it wasn't. Listen, it wasn't scary, but it was bizarre because we were just like, oh, we're gonna go to this dance club. Oh, it's a strip club, but not really because the girls were just like lazy about it, which I don't care. I don't need to see. I don't want to yeah. see strippers, yeah. but they were just like. Mm. Because you could tell that was just a front for what they were really doing. Yeah. And they were, like, kind of pissed at us because they were like, oh, we were just came here to, like, yeah. drink. And one of, the, one of the strippers came up to me, and she was like, you look like Cameron Diaz. I was like, uh, first of all, that's not true. I don't look anything <laughs> like her. Great compliment. Here's $20. Yeah, yeah. But it was, it was fun. And either you or Jill did the poll. And then they tried to teach us. Ass. 
Uh, Jill. Who fell down? Was it Jill? Just I didn't fell fall. On her ass and hit the I floor? was just awkward. We were just like fully clothed. Like, <laughs> teach us the way. And I was like, ah, oh, I don't know. Yeah, totally. Plus, we all know each other. So it's like, okay, please stop. Yeah, I mean, please stop doing that. You're embarrassing yourself. The effort was appreciated. Yeah. <laughs> well, we weren't trying to be cool. We were trying to have them teach oh. us. I don't know. So this is this is life on. Mark's yeah. on a bunch of tours, though. Where have you gone? Um, I've been to Europe twice, Asia once, the Middle East once. What so was like the best? Companies. Europe, always. Really? Yeah. Oh, and I've been to the Caribbean twice. That sounds awesome. Yeah, we have bases all over the world. Caribbean's cool, but Europe is by far the best. Why? Why? Because the cities are more complex. You're yeah. in, like, places where, you know, you know, my background is Italian, so it's, like, places where my family might be from. And then also... Um, you know, a lot of these bases are remote, but the bases in Europe, you're really near some really cool stuff. Yeah. Yeah, and then also when we're in Europe, we can do things like go to Paris for a day and a half. Yeah. Have one of the best days of our lives. and That was so fun. Yeah. Because yeah. we were in Belgium. We had like a couple days off in Belgium, and Belgium is just scary. And so yeah. we, went into, uh, we went into Paris for the day. Yeah. That was cool. Yeah, it was, uh, and I'd been there before for a few days, but this Paris trip was definitely a lot better. I had, yeah. um, I had a, a listener email me and say that, they like hearing about, like, comedy and, like, the process or, like, just kind of, like, the life of a comedian. How did you get into comedy, Mark? Now I'm interviewing um, you. Okay, so I, I definitely always wanted to do stand-up from early childhood. Mm-hmm. Then just knew I had to graduate college. And then as soon as I graduated college, I just started, like, six months later. And mm-hmm. I started in San Diego. I went to college in North Carolina. Then I moved to San Diego. I'm originally from upstate New York, so San Diego I've always had my eye on. Like, yeah. I literally got out the map and go, how far west and south <laughs> can I literally go? That's so true. And it was San Diego. That's great. <laughs> yeah, and I just, from like 13 years old, I was like, I'm going to live in San Diego one day. So as soon as I graduated college, I just packed up the car and moved out there and started stand-up. Did you I, drive across the country? Yep. Damn. Yep, drove from North Carolina to uh, San Diego with my friend who went to law school in San Diego. And then I started working you know, going up at the comedy store La Jolla. Uh-huh. Back then, you could only do every two weeks on Sunday. Why? So for the first year, that was just their rule. They okay. had, you know, maybe 20 guys who were starting, guys, girls. Yeah. And then, you know, just wanted like a 10-person show, and then, then they would have regular comics after that. So yeah. you, when you begin, they had 10 beginners doing three minutes, and you got a spot every two weeks. Okay. Yeah, as long as you brought four people, or you had to pay 40 bucks. And, uh, That's ridiculous. Yeah. I mean, That's comedy, get, though. Yeah. When you're first starting out... Do anything. Yeah. Well, yeah, it's anything. But when you're first starting out, it's a... Uh, they call them, like, it's like bringer shows where they're like, oh, yeah, you can get stage time, but bring six of your friends. Yeah. Because they, they need to fill up, the room. For, yeah. You're going to pay the $10 a ticket. I've never actually had to pay for it. I never have in L.A., but in San Diego, I did that a couple yeah. times. Wow. Yeah. I think I offered to once just because I was afraid of, like, pissing someone yeah, off. Yeah, of but course. And then uh, you work your way up to, like, there's something that, that back then, I think they still have it, I go like, Best of San Diego, Wednesdays and Thursdays is Best of. So yeah. after a couple of years, you work your way up to that. Then I started bartending there. And then I moved to L.A. and, and started doing comedy, obviously, up here. And now he, uh, he runs, like, the biggest show in the country? Is yeah. it? Comedy Juice is the biggest show in the country, which we're doing tonight for his birthday. Yeah, yeah, and your birthday. It's called Comedy Juice. It's comedyjuice.com. We're in five cities every week. We're in uh, Hollywood. New York, Irvine, San Diego, and actually sometimes at the Ice House in Pasadena. Okay. But yeah, because people are always asking, like, where they can see, like, you know, me and, like, the guests I've had on here. And that's a good, yeah, that's a good, yeah. if you're near New York, go there. Yeah, have you had Jacqueline Marfugi on yet? On yes, I have. Okay, cool. She's on the show tonight. She's on the show. We also, who else do you have? Tonight the show is uh, Nick Kroll, 
uh, Dane Cook, Gerard Carmichael, Brett Ernst, Owen Benjamin, me, you, Jacqueline, and... Justin uh, Decker, Adam Justin Ray. Justin Decker, my roommate. Adam Ray, yeah, he's in the new Ghostbusters. Yeah, it's, it's going to be an amazing lineup. Yeah. Yeah, Mark... Uh, Mark, Mark's, Mark's hot in the comedy scene. No, thanks. Yeah, and you can find that at comedyjuice.com if you want to see one of those shows. What do you, th- what do you think your, your, your best story or best moment in comedy has been so far? Uh, I would say that, well, it's three. Paul McCartney has come to Comedy Juice three times, and I performed in front of him three times. Three times? Yeah. That, uh, Can he, he uh, come tonight? I don't know if he signed himself up on our email list, but he's oh only my been God, to the that's improv so three cute. times, and it's always been to our show. That's and awesome. So then he, when we got off stage, he's like, "Great set, mate." He goes, uh, "Would you like me to buy you a drink, a margarita?" He drinks margaritas. Oh, <laughs> did he buy you a drink? Yeah, he bought a, any comedian who wanted to drink a drink. Yeah, and he that's loves so cool. comedy. And then he was leaving out the back door with his security, which is just one guy who looks like Austin Powers, <laughs> really? and is like probably five four. <laughs> but looks like he so gets, it's his friend. It, it's security. his friend, but yeah. also a guy who's pretty feisty. Yeah. So everyone's getting photos with him. Everyone's bothering him. And then I came up with Adam Ray. Yeah. And was like, and uh, the security goes, no more pictures, no more pictures. He has to go. And then Paul turned around and goes, oh, that's Mark. He goes, let him get a picture. He performed. Get him over here. And then he took a picture with us. That's so cool. His security guy took the picture. And then Paul goes, look at it. Is it good enough? He knew that. The picture had to be good. Like he goes, he, if they're gonna take a picture, they're gonna want to look good in it, and we that did. That is and he go, so and I go, nice. I go, we look great. He goes, great. Have a great night. And then as he was going away in his SUV, girls were waving at him, and he had the window down. And he, he was waving at them, and it was just. Uh, That's epic. So, yeah. That's we what can happen had, any night uh, in comedy. Two weeks ago at comedy, just we had Britney Spears. Oh yeah, you told me that. Yeah. You tried to like stand next to her at the bar. I thought no, maybe I tried to walk make something happen. <laughs> tried to walk fire. Well, How'd I tried that to go? Walk fire for a compliment. Which is shameless, and then not. So she would be like, "You did great tonight." Yeah, and at like two steps beforehand, someone at the table said something to her, and she just turned her head to talk to them. And then I had to like walk by. And then you should have just, just kept doing laps. Then I just started drinking. I forgot she was there. Damn it! We've had Miley Cyrus there twice. Mm. No, she was cool though. Really? Yeah. Didn't you make out with Dane Cook? Uh, or was that I just something I read place. somewhere? I heard later that's a rumor. I don't know, I th- but not there. Oh, okay. But she was cool, too, because she took a photo with every single audience member. She stood near the door. because people. That's so nice. Uh, when she was right. leaving, someone stopped her. So I became an unofficial photographer, which is cool. Yeah. And so every 200 people wanted a picture with her. She took a picture with 200 people. That is actually, now I take that back. She must be super the nicest friendly. person ever there. Yep, super friendly, gracious. And then when that was done, that took like an hour. She goes to me, she goes, they comped my bill. They said the manager took care of it. Can you bring me to them so I can thank them? And she, I walked her to the kitchen where she, thanked, she grabbed the manager's arm and goes, thank you so much for picking up my bill. You didn't have to do that. I really appreciate it. What a doll. Yeah, and then she came she back She just like became my new favorite person ever. Super gracious, super fun. Laughed at every joke loudly. Do you think, that they, do you think they're, they're coming for comedy juice specifically or does it just no, happen to know. be? I think they see a good lineup. Yeah, well, it is go. usually the best lineup. Yeah, and also we have the benefit of being on Wednesdays. And we are a great show, but Wednesdays in Hollywood is a great night to go out because a lot of comedians travel on Thursdays yeah. to do the weekend. So we have the benefit of like comedians wanting to go on stage on Wednesday nights before they go on the road. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, that's and, good. And performers, too, actually. Musicians travel a lot on the weekends, so we get a lot of just people like the night before they travel. That's awesome. Yeah, because I think the next night after Paul's last thing, he did uh, the Rose Bowl. Really? That was his Rose Bowl concert. He was at our show the night before. Yep. That's so cool. Yeah, it was cool. 
Yeah, those are okay. Well, I can't top those moments yeah, ever. Follow up story cool. to Paul McCartney. So my mom is a huge Beatles fan. Yeah. We had three or four Beatles posters on our walls when I was a kid. I know every single Beatles song by heart, every single one. <laughs> and uh, so does she. So I send her the photo in the middle of the night, like 2.30 a.m. Just send her the photo. She, goes, she texts me back at 6.30 a.m. You look so handsome. Then at 7.30, she goes, oh, my God, is that Paul McCartney between you two? <laughs> and because uh, my sister told her, like, did you get Mark's picture with Paul McCartney? She did not she notice. She didn't notice? Because she thought you were so handsome. She only looked at me. <laughs> oh, that's so cute. <laughs> totally. Damn it. I feel like my yeah. mom would do something like that. Yeah, they would, which was, to me, scientific, uh, you know, subconscious proof that to your mom, you're bigger than the lead singer of the Beatles. That's, that's great. Yeah. That's Wait, so true. Yeah. She had, just didn't care. She, like, I was smiling enormous. And she's like, he's happy. God, he looks great. Yeah. My son's doing good out there. I'm yeah. glad he moved out yeah. there. He's got nice friends. That guy mm-hmm. looks a little older than him, but mm-hmm. I think everyone seems nice. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. Worst comedy moment or, or biggest disappointment, maybe. Biggest disappointment. Um, You're like, it's my birthday, Rachel. No, no, I, I'm, there's so many. I can't, I can't think off the top of my head, but I'll think of one. Biggest disappointment. Um, I remember one time I was, my very first time auditioning for the Montreal Comedy Fest at the Hollywood Improv, which is a high-stakes comedy club. When you go out the yeah. Hollywood Improv, your nerves are racing. Yeah, like you, tonight when we go up, there could, there could be like NBC executives. There could be... All of CAA is there tonight, by yeah. the way. All of uh, cool. Grossing is there tonight. Uh, All right, maybe don't, maybe don't tell me this. No, I know, but they are. I mean, okay, but yeah, great. so it's, it's <laughs> the only time you get nervous. Yeah. And um, so I was doing my first Montreal showcase, and the mic just went out and didn't come back on for like three minutes. That's so mean. Yeah, and I was so young. I mean, I was 25. Why did God do that to you? I don't know. And there's something about, too, in this business, like if something like that happens during your set, the industry does hold it against you. Not like you're an idiot, but they go, oh, he doesn't have it. You can't get You're not getting what you want. But it's not your fault. Out. I know. Exactly. So that was disappointing. And you go, okay, well, I'm not going to sleep for a little while. Yeah, but you know what? I, I have this theory that that the people that, that have lasting success and do well for a long time, it didn't happen for them too easily or too oh, quickly. Yeah. And I think, like, that kind of stuff is good for you. I think, like, oh, it was probably painful. Like, well, it was probably painful as shit. That wouldn't bother me even for one day now. Yeah. I would just go, okay, tomorrow I'm awake. What am I going to do going forward? Yeah. But it would it would, it would would bother me, but I would be yeah. able to t- talk my way through getting over it. Yeah. But I think, yeah. yeah, if it was, like, when you were younger, like, if it was the first time, like... Yeah. But the, yeah, that's the, the that's live comedy is is so high stakes in the sense of like so much can go wrong. You could have well, a drunk person outcome, yelling at you. Lots of laughter. Yeah, that's the outcome. Yeah, it's such a tangible thing. Either people laughed a lot or they didn't, so you either failed or you succeeded. Yeah, but do you feel like like industry people like even if you got a bunch of laughs, they're like, no, I didn't think that was original. Well, or they, no, they might a little bit, but they definitely even subconsciously when people are laughing, they go, this guy's got it. Yeah. This guy, you know, or it, girls got it. Sorry, yeah. I keep saying guy, but yeah. It's, okay. it's, yeah. it's kind of like with social media followers where they're like, if a lot of people are following them, yeah. people like them. Yeah, no doubt. Even if they're talentless, you know? Yeah, and they're not creative types. They're, they're you know, right-brained or whatever it is. And yeah. They, they work in an office. Yeah. So it's, and they don't see as much comedy as we do. Even if you're a high-level agent, yeah. like, you don't see as much stand-up as we no. see. So they don't really know originality that much. Yeah. Not their fault. They're not at the comedy club every night like we are. Yeah. They're home. Yeah, no, that's true. Yeah. Well, good thing Mark just told me that everyone that you'd ever want to meet in Hollywood will be in the audience. Yeah. 
God damn it, Mark. Yeah. Oh, you know why? Because we also have tonight uh, from Saturday Night Live, John Rednitsky, their newest cast member guy. Yeah. He's there. He's in SNL is on break, so he's here. Is he like? Is he staying in, in LA again now? Yeah, for a couple weeks. That's cool. Yeah. He's a nice guy. Yeah. Great. Well, it's gonna be a good night. Yeah. Should we should we close this off so yeah, we can like point. go have fun? Because yeah, it's should. Mark's mother effing birthday. Yeah. And yours. Uh, well, it was on Saturday, but, that's close enough. but it's really your birthday today. Yeah, you get a full birthday. It's your week. time to shine, princess. <laughs> you, you wear that tank top you're wearing proud. Yeah, that's what my dad said. <laughs> He's too. not going to wear that on stage. <laughs> your dad is very right, well. This is wonderful. Thank you uh, yeah. so much for having me. Thank you so much for being here. Oh, um, my website. Mark, yes, I was going to say also. Markscomedy.com. So it's uh, M A R K S comedy.com, and all my social media is on the front page of that. Well, just say your social media handles. No, it's on there. You can just click on them. Okay. Markscomedy.com. Markscomedy.com. And again, I'm at Rachel, no Brian, everywhere, R-A-C-H-A-E-L-N-O-B-R-I-N. I don't know why I say my own handle after my podcast, because I'm guessing people are still catching on, like this might be the first one you listen to. I'm going to confirm that they're still catching on. You know what? Shut up, Mark. <laughs> maybe not. Maybe, like, maybe I have like, like, a, like a troop of people that are listening. Well, this is out in You're the You're like, would we say it's a troop? So Darth Vader in 2056 will be listening to this. Do you think so? Yeah. And when you're long dead and gone, he'll want to go to your social media handles. I just like want to tell you, Darth, I don't really like, I didn't really like the last Star Wars. I didn't see it. So I'm just going to put it out there now. All right, guys. Thanks for listening. And follow Mark on all social media. All right. <laughs>